I'm Hilary McClure, Vice President of Multimedia Productions and Cybercrime Magazine. Welcome to Payment Security, a Cybercrime Magazine podcast series brought to you by GM SecTech. With operations in 50 countries worldwide and headquartered in San Juan, Puerto Rico, GM SecTech has over 50 years of service in the technology and security verticals. To learn more about GM SecTech, visit gmsectech.com. Here with me today is Natalie Kelly, Chief Risk Officer, Visa Europe. Welcome, Natalie. So happy to have you with us today on Payment Security. Hey, thanks for having me, Hillary. So to start off our episode, Natalie, can you tell us a little bit about yourself and your role as Chief Risk Officer, Visa Europe? Yeah, so I think I probably have the best job because I get to look across everything that happens within the company and protect the company and keep it safe. I also get to look across the entire payments ecosystem, see what's lurking around the corners and help keep the ecosystem secure and safe. So to kick off the meat of our conversation, I guess, can you share with us the Visa Europe risk strategy and how trust is at the core? Um, Maybe not to sound like a politician, but trust (laughs) is really at the cornerstone of everything that we do. And I hope people that use our cards and engage with our brand can feel that because to get to the guts of the answer, I would really have to break down that trust in three different distinct ways. I think First, it's how we secure ourselves as a company, and that's our cybersecurity practice, right? And we're incredibly resilient and efficient. We have 27 different ways to route a transaction for approval within five to seven milliseconds. We have active, active, critical infrastructure running in triplicate at all times. Over the past five years, we've invested $9 billion in fraud and cybersecurity. And to me, that has been a great investment because we've really prevented 25 billion in global fraud every single year since that investment. And our fraud team proactively has identified 15 billion in attempted fraud that we stop at the network level before it impacts our clients. So we really look at cybersecurity as protecting ourselves as much as we possibly can. And the second piece is really securing the ecosystem. And that's the other fun part about my job, right? I mean, we we have built this risk operations center a few years ago. It's 24 by 7, 365. It's unique to Visa in multiple ways. But what we do with it is we look across all transactions globally and determine what those anomalies are and immediately investigate and or shut down those bad behaviors. So, for example, if there's a man in the middle attack and our clients don't know about it, we can go in and see it and shut that off for them before they lose any money. And, uh, you know, we saw a lot of cash out attacks happening a while back, but those are becoming less commonplace because we've built out these ecosystem type capabilities. So first one, cybersecurity, protecting ourselves. Second one, securing and protecting the ecosystem. And last but not least, it's really about protecting the consumers that are using our cards. And you're probably a cardholder yourself. We've got chips on the cards to prevent them in the card present space. And we have tokenization in our digital transactions. And, you know, we always call tokenization the chip for the internet because it does provide so many layers of security. And also to secure our cardholders, we provide solutions to our card issuers. We've got Visa Advanced Authorization. It was, (laughs) I always say it's artificial intelligence and machine learning before it was cool because we developed it 25 years ago. But it looks at 500 different attributes across a tra- one single transaction to score it and determine if it's fraudulent or not. And we do that in less than a millisecond. So protecting cardholders, obviously, part of our, our strategy to keep trust at the core of everything we do. You also asked about how Europe is leading, which I personally love because being in Europe, it's such a dynamic and different environment. And we have 
38 different countries in our market. And one of the things that we do here is we are constantly looking at emerging risks. We've recently developed a paper on the future of payments. And, you know, we look at that and how that's going to impact us as a company, how that's going to impact our clients and potentially our cardholders. We look at everything from chat GPT, which is all the rave these days, which I'm fascinated with. We look at deep fakes, quantum computing, different types of scam acceleration that we're seeing. And the list goes on and on, but we're looking around the corners and emerging risk. And also here, we've created a foundation on what makes a bulletproof payment. And we talked about it a little bit when I was talking about consumers and protecting the weakest link and the things that we've developed for our clients in order to protect the consumers. But we also have a suite of things that we use to protect our clients. I talked about the Risk Operations Center, 24-7, 365. We do that on their behalf. And then we also have risk as a service. And we consult with our clients on how to think about their fraud and risk practices at their company. I can give you a flavor of those things if you'd like. Would that be Yeah, nice? yeah. Cool. So a couple of those things are we have what's called e-commerce threat disruption. And we're able to look on merchant payment pages to see if there is malicious malware code embedded on a payment. So if you were online trying to buy some socks from your favorite merchant and your transaction from your consumer perspective would go through as normal. But what we would see with that malware is that there is code embedded into that transaction on that merchant payment page and is siphoning off your card information. And when we detect that malware, we will go out to the acquirers and the merchants and talk to them about patching their payment pages. So that's one of the services that we offer. We also have Visa threat intelligence, and that's where we can go on the dark web and look at where there might be a planned attack on our clients and we'll warn them about them. We also have like two other things that come to mind. We have Visa Payments Threats Lab, and that's where we can really recreate an, an issuer's entire payment environment to be able to detect vulnerabilities that they might not see themselves. And then we have probably my favorite is our Visa Account Attack Intelligence. And that's where we have the Risk Operations Center and we look at thresholds at a network level globally across multiple countries. And we're able to allow a client to come in and develop their own thresholds that match their risk appetite and how they want to manage future attacks and minimize any potential losses. And so we provide that as a service for them as well. So that in terms of you know, creating the foundation for bulletproof transactions, protecting our clients. And then we talked about tokenization and chip and contactless, protecting uh, the transaction as well are the three main things that were buckets of things that we're doing leading over in Europe. Excellent. I want to come back to tokenization in a little bit, but um, next question for you, Natalie is, and I don't know if this overlaps with what you uh, just shared, but what is the Visa security roadmap? And can you share how this helps the payment ecosystem remain secure? Yeah, so our security roadmaps are interesting. We, we do them at the country level and we work with issuers, merchants, acquirers, regulators. And we look at, for that specific country, what is the payment ecosystem like? What's it evolving? Where's the fraud? Where are the hacks and attacks that we need to monitor? And we'll work together to create a roadmap for the future that says, here's the environment we're in today. What do we want it to look like in five years? And then in order to get to that five-year vision, we will backtrack into what needs to happen. Do we need to issue chip and contactless on cards? Do we need to have you know, a certain number of merchants utilize tokenization? Is there a digital wallet out there that's having a lot of fraud on it that we want to protect? So it's bespoke roadmaps for each of those individual markets that we create with 
basically a lot of the stakeholders in the ecosystem so we can all have a stake in protecting that environment together. Fantastic. And I meant to say earlier, yes, I'm certainly a Visa card holder. But in addition to that, I, I grew up with the campaign, it's everywhere you want it to be. And that was just such a hugely successful campaign. I just feel like it's like embedded in my brain. <laughs> I love it. It worked. <laughs> it did. It did work. It was, that was a very successful campaign, though. So Natalie, my next question for you, and this is, I'm sure, one that you get a lot, but how does Visa see crypto evolving and how is risk supporting these new payment flows to remain a trusted participant of the ecosystem? Yeah, it's a great question. Our mindset at Visa is we want to look at all new and emerging payment technology. We aren't in the business of picking winners and losers. Our job, we look at it, is to enable payments securely everywhere so economies and businesses can thrive. And we embrace that competition and we embrace consumer choice. And with that said, and basically in how we look at these things, I'm incredibly excited about crypto, you know, despite it being the crypto winner right now. But every time we see these types of downturns and market consolidation and stuff like that, it's really where the technology comes together. It has a reality check. It looks itself in the mirror and it says, what do we want to be when we grow up? And we can kind of see that happening in the crypto market today. And this period of time that we're going through right now with crypto is really going to further the innovation it's going to refine it. It's going to make it better. And I personally think that regulation is going to be helpful for crypto because it will validate it and people will start to trust it because it's been regulated. And our role in this is really supporting crypto merchants and exchanges by helping them with their fraud. I mean, if you think about it, these folks are they're not banks and they're not big box retailers that have been managing fraud for years. They're a movement. And we took on our role is to try to help advise them. If they're going to play in our ecosystem, we see it as our duty to help them drive safe payments accordingly. And with the crypto winter, this helps us further our relationship with them and really take the time to help them secure their business. But yeah, I think it's a, it's a very interesting space to watch. Certainly. And coming back to tokenization to wrap up our conversation, Natalie, how can tokenization help to accelerate trust across e-commerce environments? You know, I, I think I said it before, but tokenization is really our chip for the internet and or digital wallet or what have you. And it drives increased security. It's incredibly strong cryptograms. We see less fraud on tokenization because it is authorized by the card issuer. And each of the tokens has its own unique specific value for that card, that transaction, that merchant, that amount. And to me, there's really no limits with tokenization. It's, an, it's incredibly secure. It's in the digital space, which is future forward and where our consumers are going to be more of each day. And I just think it's really going to drive more trust in a space that's kind of had some mumps along the road since e-commerce was introduced many years ago. Awesome, Natalie. Thank you so much for taking the time to come onto the show and join us on Payment Security. This was really great to have you. And um, just you've worked for a great company. It was a great product. So just thank you so much for keeping us secure as we uh, do everything we need to do to purchase everything that keeps us going. That's awesome. It's great to hear. Thanks, Hillary. Thanks for having me. I'm Hillary McClure, Vice President of Multimedia Productions at Cybercrime Magazine. Payment Security is brought to you by GM SecTech. GM SecTech offers innovative solutions and services in cybersecurity, governance, and compliance focused on managing digital risk. Their solutions are designed to detect advanced attacks and respond to them effectively, reducing business risk, fraud, and cybercrime. To learn more about our sponsor, GM SecTech, visit gmsectech.com. 
And you can listen to all of our podcast episodes at cybercrime.radio.